Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Now, honey, you sure you're okay to record your podcast? You just flew back up from Atlanta, Georgia, down there in the heart of Dixie, and now you're back up in New York City with all these damn Yankees around. Maybe you should just take the night off, smoke a little weed, have a Sierra Nevada IPA, and watch a bowl game. Well, I can't do that, sweetie. I gotta get back in the fucking mix, kid. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Uh, seems weird to say that every time. Yet I do it every time for some inexplicable reason. Inexplicable, Danny? Uh, usually on Wednesdays, I release uh, a pot or an interview. But this week, I'm mixing it up. Because look, I'll just be frank with you, dude. I was down in Atlanta for six days. It was fun. I stayed with my sister, Becky. And bro- no one cares about all your family members' names, Danny. Dude, just what, what are you doing? Don't dull your... Don't bore your listeners with... A, lit, a list of names, dude. Nobody cares about your life, Danny. They care about their lives. Anyway, that might not really be really true. Um, but yeah, you know, so it's the holidays down there. It was great. Now I'm back. And in my head, I was like, okay, Danny, if you go to, you need to have like an interview recorded by, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday at 2 a.m., Tuesday night to release the episode on Wednesday. And then I came back at like two o'clock today and I was like, uh, I just want to get high and go to the gym, dude. I don't want to secure an interview. And also, like, who cares, Danny? You know, like, the difference the difference in listening between the interviews and the solo pods is often negligible and occasionally favors the solo. So, whatever. And I do have a lot of good content to share in my defense. So, I'm down there in Atlanta. I took my nephews. Uh, I think they're 9 and 11. I know I should know that. Relax, girls. Okay. So, I took them to the park and, uh, you know, had some, like, uncle time because I got in a day earlier than I expected. So we get out of this park in like Dunwoody, Georgia or whatever. <laughs> I don't know why that matters to you guys. but So we get there and then we played uh, one-on-one football where I was the all-time quarterback. And, you know, they're boys two years in age apart from each other. I knew that this was probably this decision to play this game in this manner was probably fraught with much psychological tension and trauma <laughs> you gotta play against your brother with your uncle as the arbiter of truth and justice oh no but i tried to keep it as light as possible and it was fun like we had a really nice time like but there was a lot of emotion you know like some minor play happens and then you know one kid's crying and the other kid's like why, why is the other one crying like chill dude and then like each of us suffered injuries like my, I guess I shouldn't say kids' names in the podcast. I don't know. The older cut and my nephew, like his, he hit his head into the turf as he was falling. Like not terrible, but like a little bit of a, like, it looked like it grazed his eye. And I'm like, oh God, I've just blinded my nephew. I should not be trusted with an expedition to take my nephews, you know, to play football. Cause when I get, when I go down to Atlanta, I tell my sister and brother-in-law, I'm like, look, I'll take the kids off your hands. And I like it. I like being an uncle, you know, like being, hanging out with my little nephews. But then I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I'm entrusted with these little shits. <laughs> so the one kid hits his eye on the turf. The other kid, he said he dislocated his pinky. His pinky was fine, dude. Between me, you, and the fucking apple, he's fucking fine, dude. And then I had an injury, too. Then the ball bounced off the turf and hit me in the lip. So I'm like, okay, we we each sustained an injury. Does that count as content for the podcast? I think it does. I, uh, I just got some feedback from my buddy Clay. Thank you for listening, Clay. He said he listened to the christmas eve episode and he said it was good and but that everything i said about sports was wrong which i obviously take umbrage with that um obviously i don't make a lot of mistakes when it comes to sports because i'm a pretty avid sports fan clay so maybe you should just reconsider your like critique of my sports knowledge and just realize you're stupid and i'm awesome is that something you'd consider doing down there in waycross (laughs) 
<laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. I'll have to f- get more information about that. But it was probably something involving like a, a University of Georgia third string linebacker that didn't get drafted by the NFL and nobody cares about except for 16 of my friends in Georgia. It's like, dude, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> That's the great thing about having your podcast. I can talk shit and they can't reply because it's just it's just me with this microphone. My friends aren't here to, to respond to that. Resort to that, Danny. Respond. The word is respond. What I... I have my little list of notes for my pod here, and I'm like, what, what is this one? About? I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I think I was just thinking about that quote from, uh, is that good? It's not good morning Vietnam, Danny. It's platoon, right? I think it's platoon. But that's a good phrase because, you know, that's like a movie about the Vietnam War, and it's old, and that's a great quote, but people don't say it often enough. So that's really my, my campaign starting today is to get people to say, I love the smell of napalm in the morning more often than they currently do. If you guys want to help me out with that, that'd be, that'd be really sick. <laughs> My friend Asha, she's the one that I make fun of for not uh, liking space, AKA not having an interest in the world around her. Um, but she was, she said that she likes the pod. It makes her literally laugh out loud. So those around me think I'm crazy. Thank you, Asha. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. I have a tendency to, uh, take a compliment or two here or there and then respond to the occasional compliment with a direct verbal attack <laughs> which maybe not the the way to you know a wide sea of friends that are clamoring to come to your funeral if something bad happens it just means you're just going to be alone like oh that fucking loser kicked it good <laughs> chicks love carbonation not sure i put why i put that in there oh, i know why because uh my sister bought me a soda maker soda seltzer streamer thing for christmas dude those are sick do you guys have those like at first i was like i was really proud of myself i kept complimenting not thanking my sister for getting it for me but complimenting myself for thinking to get it because it's a great gift idea and i put it on my wish list (laughs) obviously i thanked her profusely um but these things dude i thought it was just like okay you want to make some seltzer water you fill up this bottle of water and then you hit that button and it does it no there's levels dude there's five levels of carbonation available via this machine that I have. And I mean, obviously I started with one. I'm just going to go with the light bubbly, but then it goes up one through five. I was like, dude, do I go up to five? Is that fucking, I'm not going to go up to five. And then I did go up to five and it was fucking great. It was like five should be reserved for fizzy drinks or like thick cocktails or something. I'm like, I'm doing five right now with a fucking, you know, shot of gin, pal. And five is fine, dude. You can handle five. You guys trust me. But anyways, the fact that there are different levels of carbonation that does offer a wider range of options for the next happy or next cocktail party you throw. You, do you talk much, Danny? Next cocktail happy party you throw? You fucking loser, honey! Don't call yourself a loser. You're doing the best you can. You ain't gonna get every word perfect when you're just talking into a microphone like that. You got to be okay with making a mistake here or there. You're right, baby. I love you, honey. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss your shoulder. Oh, thanks. I mean, oh, thanks. <laughs> that was her talking to her. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, another piece of feedback from Clay. He said his son got the Oculus virtual reality set. And he goes, I just accidentally punched a wall so hard it hurts. <laughs> that sucks, dude. And then my friend Julio just said that he purchased land in the metaverse. Like, dude, are we all shifting over to going to pure vir- virtual reality with Oculus? Is Mark Zuckerberg actually a complete genius twice? <laughs> And, that, and we do want to go to the metaverse and it will be better. I mean, it could be. It looks nice. I want to go in that jungle, dude. Swimming around with like tigers and like, you know, a beat, good beat going on. Like this kid's watching that, you know, Facebook animated. Um, anyway, if you haven't seen that commercial, that, that made zero sense. 
But yeah, dude, I want to get that shit. That sounds fun. I want to get that Oculus thing. By the way, I'm holding off the big space news. I think we all know the big... If you don't know the big space news, you're a fucking... Dude, what are you doing? Get with the fucking program. Open a fucking newspaper app on your phone, okay? So the James Webb Space Telescope cost $10 billion. was supposed to take 10 years to develop. took 25 years to develop. It launched on, get this, can't make this up, Christmas morning. Like literally the aspirations and hopes of this entire generation of astronomers and like humankind, humanity, like rests on this instrument going up there and unfolding its little mirrors and sun shield for the next six months and then showing us close to the dawn of time. Like that's crazy. Like that's on a, a you know, tan- a list, a tangent. That's on par with a list of accomplishments like the Great Wall of China or the pyramids. I mean, you could argue that this is bigger than all that shit. I mean, wow, you, you built a super long wall, dude. It sounds like you've really, you know, whipped your slave labor into shape. The Hubble, I mean, the James Webb Space Telescope is going to show us things humanity has never seen nor understood. You know, maybe they wouldn't have been beating people up to build pyramids if they had better understanding of the cosmos and where we're from. So fuck the pyramids, dude. <laughs> Anyways, that shit launched on Christmas morning. That's fucking sick. And I hope those astronomers and those rocket scientists and engineers got super hammered that night, dude. Good for you guys. Thank you. Massive thank you from Dua Lipa for ejecting this space rocket up into the sky. <laughs> I just kept telling my family the whole time over break. I was like, dude, Dua Lipa, she is the goat. I would like play her um, middle school talent show thing clip. <laughs> I played that for my parents and made them watch it. They're like, oh, she's a good singer. I could tell that they could, they knew that I wanted like a high exp- like a high response from them about it. Like a wow danny she's amazing like you know you know what it is when you show somebody something and you want them to like it and then you're just kind of monitoring their reaction to make sure it's as effusive as you would like it to be (laughs) that's how i felt i'm like hey are you nodding like really hard right now because she's really talented it's like all right danny chill massive thank you she loves to say massive thank you all right and then like this is all i do over the holidays is i talk to my family about um female singers that i'm obsessed with so it's just a lot of do a do a leap of facts and it's a lot of like putting on sia songs and my parents like sia which makes me like even like that's my favorite thing like when you mix two worlds of like i really like this thing and my parents are of a different generation and time than me usually like things that are far different than what i like but then when we find an overlap in things that i like and things that they like that's where the real good warm-hearted conversations are you know what i mean you got to find that overlap, kid. <laughs> but I was just talking about Zia because her um, her boyfriend died uh, of a car accident when she was 18 or around that time frame when she moved to London. I, I just feel like you can hear that pain and that tragedy and that life, you know, learning moment. I guess that sounds kind of crass, but, you know, that experience, that life-changing experience, probably a better way to say it. Um, that, that moment, I think you can hear it in her voice. It made... What she made of that awful moment, you know, became a part of who she is today and how her voice sounds because of that whole like whole person creation. That's what makes her voice and work the pinnacle of art, I would say. Okay, there you go. I said it. Does anybody care about this? Wow. Dana really put together a case. Wait, honey, I thought you liked Dua Lipa. Now you're talking real positive about Sia. Now, which one do you want? I, I, I love them both equally. One time I uh, I was at this uh, this burlesque show. I think I talked about this in the pod before, but I'll make it quick. So 
but I was I said something to a bartender about like an a, like another girl in the room. I was like, "Don't make her jealous or something." And she goes, "She goes, men love to pit women against each other." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> it's like a little like oh, well, I guess uh, I guess that's something I've been doing wrong and was unaware that that was wrong. And now I know. Now I'm gonna stop doing it. And <laughs> that's just made me think about it like the Sia versus Dua Lipa. Obviously, there's no competition between Sia and Dua Lipa. Okay, like clearly, they're just both equal levels of greatness don't nobody nobody needs to be like pit, matching sia with dua lipa in a cage match leave these ladies alone they're here to entertain me i lo- I, honey it's weird if you just start breaking down into little homages to female singers and that doesn't really go anywhere it just trails off and you liking them a lot you think that's gonna vault, really rock it up your subscriber numbers on the podcast it's not subscriber numbers anymore okay it's downloads oh that's gonna ratchet up the downloads Yes, I think it might. Anyway, I know how much you guys love Word of the Day calendars, but um, I found this one. Found, I read this one um recently. Did I tell you guys that I'm a little high? A little high. I thought it would be an unusual. I'm usually like pretty stone cold sober when I record the pod, but I'm like, you know what? I can get high occasionally, and then I don't have to hi- f- hide the fact that I'm high from my audience. Because yeah, f- who cares? Why would anybody care? Is somebody can help? Somebody can tell the Apple Podcast central police station that one of their creators is high that why well, i think apple's a pretty chill company when it comes to smoking weed i would hope that they wouldn't like have any kind of drug policy when it comes to weed like if i worked at apple and i was walking around their headquarters like i would i think that i would want them to expect me to be high like is this guy is this guy creative is he cool does he get it and they're like dana you're not on a creative job you're a software engineer recruiter that isn't remotely creative and you've basically wasted your whole life on a profession that isn't what you want to do. Now you're here at Apple pretending that you're a creative. No, you're just a loser recruiter. Go find some people. <laughs> what am I doing? Is this content? All right. <laughs> Was that too far down a weird rabbit hole? Whatever. Uh, so the word of the day was Methuselah, an ancestor of Noah held to have lived 969 years. So apparently the there's a bunch of like biblical terms that relate to wine bottle sizes. <laughs> Because a Methuselah is an oversized, it's also an oversized wine bottle holding about six liters. I was like, okay, I, f- I feel like I kind of vaguely had heard of that term. Oh, that's a that's a wine bottle, but that's a Methuselah. You know, you see them in like restaurants and bars behind the, the you know, behind the bar. It's like, whoa, look at this. You're just having it from a regular bottle, but, you know, if you're real rich, you could buy this giant one. <laughs> Anyways, apparently they named these bottles after a range of old biblical kings jeroboam methuselah salmanazar balthazar balthazar that's a fucking restaurant in new york and nebuchadnezzar nebuchadnezzar when i was a kid i would have known how to pronounce that these are all larger than life biblical figures four kings and a venerable venerable patriarch i don't know which one is a patriarch i guess what but they're also names of oversized wine bottles a jeroboam is the equivalent of about four 750 milliliter bottles so about three liters what is that it's like a like a handle a little larger than a handle a methuselah holds about eight standard bottles worth a salmanazar 12 standard bottles worth a balthazar 16 and a nebuchadnezzar a whopping 20. no one knows who decided to use these names for bottles but we do know that by the 1800s jeroboam was being used for large goblets or enormous bottles of fabulous content (laughs) That's why I wanted to read that. First of all, I didn't know all that wine bottle shit, but that's I feel like that's a good name for the 
for a podcast episode. Enormous bottles of fabulous content. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm just going to do... I'm keeping the episodes brief this week. I don't think anybody really gives a shit about listening to my podcast on the week of the holidays. You know, I'm not expecting people to really set aside their party plans <laughs> to listen to me talk. Like, I, eh. Anyways, I feel guilty that I'm like doing two shorter versions of the podcast. But what I've learned over time is that it doesn't really matter. The content and the form... I mean, the content matters, of course. But the format, week to week little tweaks here and there i don't think people really give a shit i think they get it as long as i'm explaining what i'm doing okay anyways james webb space telescope launched on a journey to see the dawn of starlight dude how was how sick of a newspaper headline is that whoever came up with that headline has to feel good about themselves so i'm just going to assume that maybe you haven't heard about this the dreams and work of a generation of astronomers headed for an orbit around the sun last saturday in the form of the biggest and most expensive space-based observatory observatory ever built so the james webb space telescope was a collaboration of nasa the european space space agency and the canadian space agency it lifted off near the equator in kauru french guiana a teetering pillar of fire and smoke embarking on a million mile trip to the morning of time so cool dude and the um european space agency web telescope twitter page they released a video of it launching and they the caption they wrote was the moment we've all been waiting for you can now watch again and again as many times as you want i love it i love the excitement you know um and the guy who is the telescope program director gregory robinson said the world gave us this telescope and we're handing it back to the world today during a post-launch news conference dude that's so cool you know i mean the the just the fact that that thing got off the fucking ground after 25 years and just having Congress always being like, eh, should we pull the plug in this bullshit? Made it through all that, all the fucking science. I don't know, dude. I'm not going to sit here and wax rhapsodic about Dua Lipa, Sia, and the James Webb Space Telescope. Or maybe I am. Maybe that's what this podcast is. <laughs> Does this guy just compliment two singers and a piece of equipment? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Anyways... I'll get more into that article on the Friday episode, but thank you for listening. Happy fucking new year. You know, it's a fun week. Get out there and have a good time. You fucking. <laughs>